You're listening to the What the Chuck Podcast with Megan Rage. Welcome to the anniversary episode. Hey, welcome to the anniversary episode. Hey, welcome to the anniversary episode. Hey, you know what? <laughs> I was in such a crab apple fucking mood today. I wanted to wake up early and get this podcast done. And guess what? My alarm clock went off and I was like, nope, no, sir. So then all day I was stressing. I was like, what am I going to do the podcast? Oh my gosh, everything's going to be so late. Like it was feeling like a burden to me earlier. And it took something to make me realize that this is the furthest thing from the burden. And I need to really like enjoy and not dread having to sit down and do this because really I don't. I just think that when it comes to thinking about like my entire day and how much time I don't have. That's what stresses me out. But okay, I was working today. I get a text that I'm going to have a porch delivery coming in hot, coming in hot. And luckily I took a break and I was able to catch my friend Danae. And she said that her, my friend Katie, my friend Kaylin, that went to high school with all of them, that they like collaborated to put this little gift basket together. And it honestly turned my entire mood around. Like I have been doing this podcast for a year People listen to it. People enjoy it. People laugh listening to it. They can relate to it. They have stuck with me for 52 episodes, which is an entire year. And it just made me feel, I don't know, made me feel good. It made me feel really happy. And there was wine in this basket. So (laughs) let me tell you, I'm drinking some of that. Yes, there's wine in it or not wine, ice, because, um, just dropped off like not that long ago. And I like my wine real cold. And also yesterday, okay, I'm going to wait. Okay. Stay on track. I wrote a really detailed list of what I'm going to talk about today because I need to stay on track. I'm not trying to be like everywhere, but anyways, Brett and I went last night to go get dinner. We went to season 52 cause it's healthy. I'll get there. And they had this kettle. Actually, I took a picture of it. I'll tell you exactly what was in it. They had this, um, kettle one drink. And it was the same cocktail I feel like that was used in the birthday cocktails that I had. And it is so freaking good. Okay, it is. It is a rosé lemonade, kettle one, botanical grapefruit and rosé vodka or no rose vodka. Sorry. Royal post rosé and lemon. So today, Katie and Kaylin got me this gift basket. It had a black cat bottle of wine in it, a black cat wine opener and then the Snoop Rosé which I've talked about on this podcast that I desperately wanted to try so I mixed in some soda water and some lemon I don't have the kettle one vodka but just to make like you know a little spritzer and also I have things to do after this and I'm pretty sure like I'm pretty sure we have to take Benny for a bath pretty sure we have to take him for a walk so I can't I'm trying to pace myself like drink drink half of this while I'm recording drink the other half later when I'm on the couch because it's a celebration also in this gift basket were coasters and you can't see them in the picture. Um, I was going to post like an up close, but you still can't see them. But they are just when you take a picture of them, you can't tell what what they say, but they are so freaking cute. One of them says, leave it. (laughs) One says, what the chuck am I doing? One says, drop down bubble bitch. And one says, 1010 would recommend. I just, it's such a thoughtful gift. Like I... Oh, the computer made a sound, you guys. It's not, you know, even a year later, it's not flawless. Um, 
I really appreciate like thoughtful gifts like this, like black cat stuff, like these coasters with things that have stuck that you've, I I just can't. It makes me, I know I've said it again. I'm not really like a gift giver. I don't, I'm not creative like this. I feel like I'm a bad friend in that sense. I'm like, I have no clue. Can I, would you like a necklace from Claire's accessories? No. Okay. So it's just really thoughtful when people think of me and Thoughtful gifts like this are like my all time favorite. Like I'll never forget this. I'm just so I'm just so happy. I think that my biggest thing when starting this podcast is, you know, I started things in the past. I've, you know, I've done my um, website, which I still have. I'm not super on top of it like I used to be, but. My biggest fear is I've never wanted to be one of those people that's like always starting a new project. We we all know people like that. Oh, they're selling something new or they're doing something new. And, you know, good for you for for if, if your if your preferences and what you enjoy in life changes and that means that you switch certain things in your life up. That's great. I'm not really knocking you, but I didn't want that for this. Like I didn't want to start this and, you know, hype it up and do all this stuff for it and then not be into it. And I I think that my biggest worry is that I wasn't going to be consistent. And that's what I've really been focusing on this year is making sure that I have an episode every week, no matter what. And I know that I've had I've had things on my side in regards to that. I've had, you know, covid and also I haven't been working. But I mean, even through this past month that I have been working, I've still done it. And I've still produced a product and I'm just really proud of myself for doing that. And I'm so happy that I've kept a steady following of people that listen every week. And I can't say thank you enough. I was just telling Danae when she dropped this off, like, I can't wait to see what happens. Slow and steady wins the rates. Consistency is key. I consistently put these episodes out and you never know what could happen, who I could meet. I was telling her that I might buy my, I feel like one, one thing that I could do is like try to collab with someone on a podcast episode. And I know that, you know, reaching out to not skin even off that is way out of my realm and bitch Bible that. Yeah, right. But if there ever is an opportunity for me to like buy myself a cameo and be like, hey, I have a podcast, please do it with me. But also if not record this cameo that I just paid for. Thanks. This is desperate. I mean, I would totally do it, but I think it would take something like that to gain a few more followers and then maybe just like, you know, throttle this bitch into motion or maybe it stays exactly how it is now. I was just talking to my friend Violetta about her baking service or, her, you know, the sweets that she makes. And I was like, you know, it's so good and so important to get yourself out there. And even if you just meet a few people doing like a fair or a job or like, you know, something where you set up a tent and sell your baked goods, even if you just meet a few people, each of those people are going to tell a few friends and then that's how you grow. So the sky's the limit and it might be slow and it might be steady, but, you know, I'll get there eventually. And in this year, I mean, I've been through so much this podcast seems like it has been going on for 10 years. But the it's weird because the year's gone by fast, but the podcast has gone by slow. We've been through audio issues, the first 10 episodes recording through my computer audio. And, you know, some days the, that setting does default. And every time I realize it and listen to it back, I laugh because I cannot believe that I still have people here listening that listened to that shit for 10, 10 weeks, maybe even 11 weeks. It was a while before I figured it out. Like you guys still came back and listened. I'm sure I did lose a, a, a solid group of people, but you know, you guys stayed and you listened and you came back and you interacted with me and it's, it's great through the audio issue, issues. I've had Carol Baskin as a what the Chuck podcast ambassador. Of course she had to be paid, but that's besides the point. Um, we've been through the Petco holiday wishes. 
I've been through, you know, Peloton qualms. I, I mean, there's been so much that's happened. Playlists. Sorry that that has fallen off, but I didn't really think that one through. You never know. I could still go back to that. But man, after like 20 episodes and having all these playlists on my Apple Music, I'm like, oh, no, this cannot be a thing. And the biggest takeaway is that I I haven't skipped anything. I've, I've recorded on days where I haven't felt good and where I've been up crying all night or I've been you know, having a bad day or just grumpy or had other things to do. But here we are, consistent, episode 50 fucking two. Thanks for being here. I haven't even gotten into anything yet. This is just the, this is just the beginning. I have had guests on. Yeah, we're going back to this. I've had guests. I've had my friend Bria, I had Morgan. I had Brett a few times. I'm sure you guys would like it if Brett was on more. Maybe we can arrange that in the coming year. We never, I never know what's to come in the next year. But I'm excited to find out. <coughs> Excuse me. These little pauses are just me drinking my wine. I might actually need a refill. It's getting a little watered down. I need a bell in here. Brett, I have the mood set. I have my recording light on, which I don't always have on. I have the AC on. The blinds are shut. It's dark in here. I am in the zone. Like I said, them dropping that off just completely changed my headspace because before I was like, Ugh, I need to hurry. I need to get it done because we have to take Benny for a bath. And we have to take him to the dog park and then we have to make dinner. And now I'm just like soaking up every second of this, every second of episode 52. So let me just start by last week when I finished the episode, I recorded it Mm, partially on Sunday, partially on Monday, I believe. It was right after I fell down the stairs. That bruise, it was so dark and it hurt so bad, but it's already almost gone. I don't know how that's possible. Wild. I was for sure that it was still going to be there when we go to Vegas because we're going to Vegas. Remember when I told you last episode that Brett and I were like arguing when we went to Ansel Hoffman, which is why Benny ran into the bush with all the foxtails and we didn't realize. We were talking about Vegas and our big thing was like, well, what are we going to do with Benny? I've talked about it. On this podcast, like, you know, we don't really he's a puppy. It's a big ask. It's just it was a whole thing. Well, my friend always comes every three day weekend and stays with us. She lives close enough to drive here. And so she was going to come if we didn't go to Vegas. And I was like, hey, I don't really know if we're still going. I'll keep you posted. And she was like, I'll come no matter what. And so it just worked out because, you know, she can use the pool. She's friends with my sister in law. So they're going to come over and hang out like it just ended up being the perfect situation. And this is the opportunity for Brett and I to get away for the weekend before I potentially have to work weekends for the next six months because I'm bracing myself for impact. I'm expecting to work weekends. Now, when Brett first told me that we were going to Vegas, I was a brat and I was like, I'm I'm sick of going to Vegas because we go to Vegas so much. I want to go to Mexico, which I know is not um, feasible in three days. So I digress and we plan to go to Vegas and we're balling out. We're going to go to Cosmo. We're going to pay or not. We're not going to pay. We're going to stay in a really nice room. Hopefully it has a bathtub with a view because Vegas still is not looking, you know, 100 percent like it used to. There are still, um, you know, mandates in order. The pool parties, they're open, but you have to pay. You can't get on the guest list. It's like two hundred and fifty dollars to go. So it's going to be a different experience. No nightclubs. Um, more like bars and stuff and restaurants. And so I'm excited to go. At first, when we booked, I was just like 
I was being a brat, like I said. So I come out of my office after doing my work and then doing my radio show. And Brett was like, can you call Southwest and find out how we book the flight that we canceled to get our credits? And I'm like, I've been on the phone all day. You want me to get off the phone and get off work and then get back on the phone with Southwest? Like the reservations under your name, you call. So rude. And I felt really bad afterwards. But it's bringing me back to before when I worked in like a call center environment and I never wanted to talk on the phone. It makes me basically hate my phone. So I snapped and it was uncalled for and then I apologized and now we're going to Vegas. And so a couple days after we booked, I was feeling more excited about it. I think just the anxiety subconsciously of traveling that I'm not really thinking twice about, but I'm sure is there and like underlying is what's causing me to be kind of cranky. I'm just like, I don't know. I haven't gone anywhere in a long time. So you know how our pets have separation anxiety. You see those TikToks and people are like, got a kitten in quarantine. And now they're obsessed with me and they won't like leave my side. And they have separation anxiety. I feel like that's how I am with my animals, but also with my house, like just leaving for a few days stresses me out. So I've kind of let that subside a little bit and I'm really excited. And so now my whole like thing was to try to find an outfit, you know, because I don't have anything. And the things that I do have, old dresses and stuff, they, they don't fit the best. Sometimes I buy things like I'll be online. And I did this last summer before before I realized that we were going to be on full blown lockdown. I bought this dress from Abercrombie. It is a cream colored. It is silk. It is halter top. The problem is I can't really squeeze a bra in there. I can't get a bra. It fits everywhere, but I can't get a bra in because it's too tight and I can't not wear a bra because it's cream colored and it's halter and it's like a silk material. I can't like you cannot wear a bra. So I I wish that I could figure out a way to wear it, but that's. I, I mean, I don't unless I get like a breast reduction in the next week, I don't see it happening. So I have a few situations like that. Sometimes I buy things and I look at the models and I'm like, oh, that's going to be so cute. And then I'm like, oh, perfect. They have a cups and I do not. So I get it. And I'm like, I can fit one tit in this halter top section. Perfect. And then I also have another dress that I barely fit in when I lost a little weight last year. Um, and I was going to wear it to my sister-in-law's sister's wedding until I was told that I look like a hoe in it. So I didn't wear it. And I've just been saving it for a rainy day. And I saved it for a rainy day. I saved it through the rainy days and into the sunny days. And guess what? It doesn't fit. It doesn't zip. I can't pull the lace down over my thighs. Like it is all bad. So I was like, okay, I need to go to the mall and I need to find something to wear. Like where, where do I even go? I'm a, I frequent Abercrombie. I shop at Abercrombie a lot and I have got a couple things from there recently that I feel like I could make work for Vegas for the type of Vegas that we're going to like walking the strip, going to bars. Like it's a different type of Vegas right now. And I'm also a different type of person. Like I'm not wearing a, a polyester dress from Wet Seal and pumps that I got for $25 that'll probably get stuck in a crack and make me twist my ankle like big tree fall hard can't afford to go down like that at the in the state that I'm in right now so I go to the mall on Sunday Brett gave me his credit card he was like you know you have a limit don't spend over $300 but buy yourself a nice outfit you guys, I couldn't find a nice outfit. Express doesn't have anything. Not only is Nordstrom closed down, but so is Sears. Like, what's the fate of Arden Fair Mall? Is it going to turn into Sunrise? If so, that is really sad. There's just nowhere to buy a dress. I went to Express. I went to Abercrombie. Let's see. Where else did I go? Hmm. I got a pair of shoes at Aldo. I went to Macy's, which was trash. And so... I did find one dress at Abercrombie, like a silk front tie dress that's really cute and it's not super tight, so it'll be comfortable. 
But that's all I walked away with. So Brett was like, well, let's go back on Monday. And I was like, "Okay," but, you know, I was feeling kind of defeated when I went to some places because things weren't really fitting like they used to. So this week and I know Lindsay's going to listen to this and shake her head. I'm sorry in advance. I almost didn't say it because of you because I'm so conscious of the things that I say because I know that. I don't know. I don't want I don't want my issues to like project onto someone else. But let me tell you, I was like, fuck it. This week I'm eating rice cakes and drinking water. Like, don't catch me out here eating cans of tuna, no mayo on a rice cake, because if I could just, you know, lose a little bloat this week, then maybe things would start fitting better. So Brett was like, let's go to the mall and then let's get something to eat afterwards. And I was like, we have to go somewhere with salmon that serves salmon. I refuse to eat anything but salmon. We got to go somewhere that has a healthy meal. So we go to Nordstrom Rack first, find nothing. I try on a few crop tops to go with my new skirt that I got that will look cute with a crop top. But the same thing, my boobs don't fit in it fucking anything. It's so annoying. So then we go to the mall and you guys, I am going to tell you something in confidence that you won't judge me. So promise, everyone say promise. Okay, I went into Forever 21. It wasn't my proudest moment, but here's the thing. Last week, I saw John Party's wife post on Instagram with her and John and like some other people. Can't remember who they are. My country skills aren't really on par. And someone commented, where did you get your dress? And you guys, she said Forever 21. And so I was like, "Okay, well, if Summer Party is shopping at Forever 21, then I, Megan Rage, can shop at Forever 21. So we go in and I picked up a few cute things. But the fitting rooms aren't open. So they're open in most places. But for some reason, Forever 21 hadn't opened up their fitting room. So I couldn't try them on. So then we kind of walked the strip of the mall. And there's I mean, you guys legit. There's no can 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 your girl get a BB? Where did BB go? Can I get something that has like bring wet seal back? I know I just said I wasn't going to wear wet seal, but I mean, I was desperate. So we walked back down to Abercrombie because when I went to Abercrombie on Sunday and this whole time that we're at the mall, Brett's debating, are we going to go to BJ's? Where are we going to go get something to eat? And then he's like, let's go to Spaghetti Factory. I'm like, salmon must have salmon. So we go to Abercrombie because on Sunday when I went before I met my friend. So I met my friend Jen. She was in town from Vegas. I haven't met her son yet. I got to meet up with her and her husband and I got to meet her son. And I was just like, Oh, it was the best day. You know, when you don't realize how much you miss someone until you see him. That was me on Sunday. Like she texted me that she was on her way. I left the mall. I was pretty much done there. I was going to do another lap, but I, I didn't find anything. So I went to meet up with her and I gave her the hug and it just like felt like home. It's just someone that I haven't seen in a long time. Someone that I talk to regularly, but don't get to see. And it just, oh, it just felt so good to see her. So not that I was rushed on Sunday, but I was I had other things on my mind because I was getting ready to meet up with her. So when I went to Abercrombie on Sunday, I was like, OK, this is going to be the first place that I go because I don't want to blow my wad here. Like, I don't want to spend all my three hundred dollars here because I'm obviously there's going to be a plethora of dresses throughout the mall that I can buy. So I'm just going to see if there's anything here. And then I did find something, but I didn't look too hard. And then I bought that black dress and then I left. OK, so Monday, I'm like, OK, let's go back to Abercrombie because I didn't really look too hard in there. And Brett's like, OK, so we go into Abercrombie and it's 640, 635, 640. Mm-hmm. I'm looking through all the racks and I'm not finding really too many things that I like. I'm finding a couple maybes and I get to the back like the sale rack 
And I find this super cute burgundy silk looking dress. And I was trying to find something that wasn't black because I have a lot of black clothes that I can wear, but I wanted something that had color in it. And while I'm grabbing it off the off the thing, I hear someone I hear the girl that works at Abercrombie tell someone that walked in just to let you know we're closing in 15 minutes. And the girl was like, OK, I was like, "Ooh, the mall closes at seven. That's weird. And so I run up to her and I was like, hey, I just heard you say that you're closing, but um, in 15 minutes, can I just try this on really quick? Are your fitting rooms open? And I knew they were because I had tried something on the day before. And she was like, actually, the fitting rooms close at 645. And I was I looked at my watch and at 645 and I was like, oh, I'll be so quick. I was like literally just in and out. I was like, I won't even take my jeans off. I just want to see if it fits up top. And she was like, if I make an exception for you, I have to make an exception for everyone. And my blood is fucking boiling because I know this is my last resort. This is your last resort. Suffocation. Nope. Okay. 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 Reel it in. So she tells me if I have to make an exemption for you, I have to make an exemption for everyone. Okay, bitch. First of all, when back in my day, the girls. Okay, I was about to say something so mean. Actually, I'm gonna say it. You know, back in my day, when they hired people at Abercrombie, they were tens. So take your five ass somewhere fucking else and don't talk to me. I'm gonna go try this on because I see people in the fitting room right now. That was really mean, and I almost regret saying it, but it's already. It's too out. It's too late. It's out of my system. So. In my head, my quick response, as if she's fucking going to care, is fine, then I won't buy anything from your store. And she was like, okay, and took the clothes out of my hand. And I'm like, okay, that backfired. This isn't her store. She doesn't care if I buy it or not. And so I turn around and I'm angry and I was like, fucking bullshit. And she was like, have a great night, killing me with kindness, which pissed me off even more. I was like, you too. And I wanted to add a B word or a C word, but I refrained because I'm a 34 year old. I almost said 32. I'm a 34 year old person and I should not be um, causing arguments with 17 year olds inside of Abercrombie. But that shit fucking pissed me off. I kept saying to Brett, it was exactly 645 on the dot. There was no one else in the store that wanted to try anything on. There was one other person shopping around. And like, what? What? Like, ew. So my blood was boiling and I've thought about it all day today. I kind of wanted to file a complaint, but I'm not going to waste my energy on that. Not going to waste my energy on that. So we leave and I'm like, well, I guess the mall's closing, but there's nowhere else to go anyways. So I'm like, you know what I just remembered is right outside of the mall is Seasons 52. I used to go there all the time when I lived across the street. And I didn't really realize at the time, but the menu's like, you know, low calorie. Um, they must not cook with heavy cream. I don't know. They cook with soy or cashew milk or something. I don't know. But I was like, let's go there. And the wait at BJ's was super long because I was, knew I could get salmon at BJ's. And so we go into season 52 and we sit down and we get put in the bar area and the bartender is pissed. I think that we got sat in there because he's busy. He's making drinks. He's tending to everyone at the bar. So he's being not very nice to us, but I don't care because I just want to get in and I get out and well, I want to get in and get out. So we get a little appetizer. I get that drink because it said right there on the menu is only 160 calories. And, you know, I'm watching my figure right now just for the week, though. When I get back to Vegas, it's game over. No, I'm just kidding. I really do try to eat well, like during the week. I've been like last week, for instance, I made a pineapple sausage every day with egg whites and spinach and like some tomato and onion. And for dinner, we were having chicken salads. Like, I just don't understand. Is it because I'm sitting? It, I, I don't 
understand what's happening to my body. So I just it's just so frustrating. So um, we are looking at the menu and we get a little flatbread to share. And then I see salmon on the menu. I'm like, perfect. This is what I'm getting. And I have my little drink and the, the guy takes forever. Like, I feel like he's purposely being slow because he's pissed that we sat in the bar area. We didn't want to just sit at the bar stools, but I hate sitting at bar stools. And fun fact, ever since I've started this job and I'm sitting in this office chair up here, my back is legit killing me. Like I, my posture isn't good. I need to get a massage. That massage at SAC massage studio can't come soon enough. So I don't like sitting at the bars in general, but especially right now because my back is just, my back is on fire. My back is on fire. Brett's going to hear this and be so embarrassed. Sometimes I feel like he listens and he's like, don't ever do that again. I'm like, people love it. Relax. So anyways, got my salmon. Brett got a filet and we got a little flatbread, a little Korean barbecue. And, you know, I don't know why we don't go there more because I was very satisfied after that meal. It was so tasty. Came with like a Dijon mustard, some potatoes and some green beans and a lemon that was like charred. Oh, it was so good. Like I was like, we should start coming here more often when we want to go out to dinner, but we don't want to like feel terrible about it for the next 18 hours of our lives. Pause for the cause. I'm going to get more wine. I just went out downstairs to get the wine and I peered out the window into the backyard and Brett's out there with Benny and he is (laughs) sitting in a chair in his swim shorts and Benny's on his lap and he's just like rubbing his body. I'm like, it's so funny. I said to Brett today, I love that you are experiencing loving an animal and worrying about them and because Brett is just like last night when we were gone oh we need to get back for Benny I'm like he's we've only been gone like an hour and a half it's fine he's like oh but he must be so scared on his own it's just so funny to watch Brett love an animal because I never thought I was going to see the day I said today I it also I also feel like it helps me because I'm always so stressed about Chuck like make sure the doors are closed is Chuck okay and I feel like I couldn't take on the burden of worrying about two things that much I think I might have even talked about that before worrying about Brett, worrying about Benny and worrying about Chuck. But Brett seems to really be like protective over Benny and really taking the reins on worrying about his well-being. And I said, you know, it's it's great because I feel like you don't worry about Chuck that much, but that's okay because I worry about him like that. And Brett was like, it's not that. Chuck can look after himself. I'm like, okay, well, you know what I mean. Anyways, it's just really cute to see him out there with Benny, just like rubbing him in the sun. <laughs> loving life. So season's 52. Don't sleep on it. The drinks phenom. The menu so good. If you're looking for hmm, just like a reason to get out the house and have dinner, but you don't want to eat a 5,000 calorie meal. We were going to go to Roseville and go to the Galleria, which I wish we would have done because I'm, I'm sure would have found a dress there. At least I fucking hope so. But I was like, oh, all the restaurants in Roseville, there's so I I never go to Roseville. There's so many. And if we go to a restaurant out there, I'm going to be like, give me a burger. And also there's this one restaurant. um, I can't think of what it's called. It opened, I want to say, like a year ago. And they look like they have really good burgers. I really want to go there. I couldn't think of the name yesterday, but I was like, I don't even want to go to Roseville. I just want to go somewhere in the Arden area. Get me my BJ's afterwards. Get me some salmon and take my caffeine pills all week, drink a ton of water. I'm not, I haven't really just been eating rice cakes. I've been having like egg whites with toast and just like really scaling it back. I'm working out would probably help, but things have been so chaotic this week. I don't have time. I don't have time. I I mean, I could make time, I'm sure in the mornings, but... (laughs) 
<laughs> so over the weekend, I went to go get my nails done for the first time in a long time. And I wouldn't have if we weren't going to Vegas. I would I've been getting my toes done, but my actual nails, I've been doing Color Street. So I just, you know, don't really bother with the gel Manny anymore. But when I do it, you know, I'm not the most seasoned, seasoned veteran when it comes to Color Street. So I'm not the best. And also, I don't have like a Vegas color right now, I felt. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to treat myself. I'm going to go get my nails done. So I walked into the original KB KB Nails on Fair Oaks next to the tanning salon and they really upgraded in there. Normally I don't like KB. KB is a place that you go when you need to when you want to be in and out. If you don't like waiting around for your nails, you just want to be in and out. They don't always do the best job, but there's always someone working and you can always get a seat. So I walk in and I'm early and I had an appointment and I was like, oh, I'm supposed to be here at 11, but it was like 1015. I was like, I'm early, so I'll wait. And I look around and it's packed. And along all the pedicure chairs, there's like this piece of plastic that pulls down almost like a visor over your body. And no one it's attached to the chair, but no one in the nail salon is using it. Like I'm like, oh, it must be like an option just there for your safety or whatever. If you feel like you need that extra, you know, shield in front of you, you can like pull it down over your body. And so they call me and um, it's time for me to go sit in the chair. And I was like, yeah, I want to do gel manicure, gel pedicure. These are the colors, whatever. So she gets me all set up in my chair reaches behind me and pulls down pulls down the shield what what's happening like offensive first of all are you i'm fact fully vaccinated ma'am ma'am so i just leave it at first even though like i feel like everyone's staring at me and this is a, a stretch and a reach, but this is the first time that I've like, you know, it's in a nicer area. The parking lot's not nice, but we're right up against like um, that n- Crocker Lane. We're up against like the rich area, but we're also, you know, against some apartments. So it's like a combination of people in there. But this is the first time that I was feeling like, is it because I have tattoos and I'm like looking really rough right now? Like, am I being am I being profiled? Which I know is a reach. I'm very self-aware, but that's just how I felt in the moment. I felt like why was I being targeted with this shield? You know, I didn't understand. Um, so I sit there and I'm just taking it, even though I'm embarrassed. And I can't even distract myself in text because I can't get my arms under the shield. And then I can't really outside of the shield. It's too far away for me to text. And so I'm just like sitting there and it it's not hot because the, the, the top's open and the bottom's open. It's just like a shield in front of me. But it's massive. It goes from like my torso to the to over my head. And I, I finally drew the line when I went to go take a sip of my water. And I have one of those hydro flasks, you know, and I couldn't get the water bottle inside. Well, I could get it inside, but then I couldn't take a drink. So I tried to take a drink without moving like the plexiglass and I spilled water all over myself. I'm like, I'm sure there's someone watching this right now. So I just put it up. And she didn't say anything, but it, I, I just I, I wanted to ask her, like, wh- wh- why were you doing? Is this a I don't understand. I haven't seen anyone else sit down and get that thing around them. It was just me. And then the lady that was doing my nails finished up and she moves to this girl next to me who has the sweetest voice I've ever heard. She's probably in her 20s. She was there with her mom. And the lady that's doing her nails that was previously doing mine says, your skin's really sharp. And she was like, what does that mean? And she was like, it's your skin's very sharp. Just kept telling her that her skin was sharp. And I just feel like it's the rudest fucking place I've ever been in my life. Like what? What? You're putting this plastic 
shield around me. You're telling the girl next to me that her skin is sharp. I mean, they did a great job, better than I've ever experienced a KB, let me tell you. But I just don't know if I'll go back based on the abuse alone. It was just so offensive. And then I feel like it was kind of expensive, like $75 for both of those things after a tip. Eh, maybe that's on brand. I hate that they charge you to take the gel off because I had gel polish already on my nails. That's so annoying. That $5 could really could really save me. So this was on Saturday afternoon and we had plans on Saturday to take my brother out for his birthday because his birthday was the week before, but my work schedule was crazy. They had moved my schedule to 10 p.m. on some days. And anyways, it was just a mess. So we were like, OK, Saturday, we're going to take you to dinner. We're going to take you to Tokyo Steakhouse, which is in Natomas, and it's like hibachi. And I've only been there twice before with my friend Amanda, both times on her birthday. So Brett and I have been wanting to go back, but it's something that you kind of do in a group, you know. So we had these plans. We we're so excited. We go pick my brother and his wife up at five o'clock because we're like, I called ahead. They don't take reservations. So I was like, you know, if we go early enough, hopefully we can beat the rush. So we get there and we get inside and it's an hour and a half wait. But not only that, we look around and no one's cooking at the, the stoves in the middle of the tables. If you've been to like, it's like Benihana type of thing. So I look at the sign and it says that they're not doing that due to COVID and they're cooking in the back and bringing it out to you. I'm like, that's the whole experience. Like when they light the onion on fire and they're flipping the tongs and stuff like, oh, so annoying. So we kind of step out. I was like, we're not waiting an hour and a half. And so we step outside and we're like, well, where else could we go? And they we've introduced them to curry. And so they were like, we can go to that Indian food restaurant downtown. We've only gotten a takeout for them before. We've never been inside. So we go and I was feeling guilty because it's not super glamorous inside. Neither is Tokyo Steakhouse, but at least it's a show. So I knew it wasn't going to be super glamorous. Indian restaurants, you know, they, they look kind of old. They smell kind of stuffy, but I know that the food was going to be bomb. So we get there. We get inside. My brother's excited. His wife's excited. Like we're all excited and we order so much food, like legit so much food. And the plan was to hang out after that. But you eat Indian food and you are done. That's why Brett and I normally get it on a Sunday, like when we're hungover. It's not something that you like eat for dinner at five o'clock. You know what I mean? So my brother got this shrimp and salmon, like seafood type platter. Brett, my sister-in-law and I, we all got a curry, different variations. We each got a goat cheese naan because it's the best thing on earth. And we got some rice to share and some French fries because Brett <laughs> likes french fries with everything last night after we went to season 52 he was still hungry he came home and made himself a french fry sandwich what is that um bread with butter on it and then french fries in the middle <laughs> exactly what it sounds like a french fry sandwich so we get the food it's so bomb everyone enjoys it we are just like so full we take home so many leftovers and we come to our house and hang out and um yesterday I get a text last night from my sister-in-law and she was like your brother is so sick so sick like gives all the symptoms and we're like oh no I can't believe it I we I mean I haven't talked to her today because I know she's busy so I didn't text her but it sounded like he had food poisoning. No one else is sick. He's the only one that had the shrimp and the salmon and stuff. We all had our curries and we each tasted them and shared them. So, I mean, it had to be from that. And I just feel so guilty because here we are taking him out to dinner after we had to reschedule it. Then we after we had to change locations, not that I could have helped him, but we take him out to dinner and then he gets food poisoning. And it's from a place that we go all the time and a place that he really enjoyed. And I'm sure he's never going to want to go back there again. And Brett is like, you know, the first thing he says is, well, that's why you don't get fish from restaurants. You can't touch. You can't trust fish. He just thinks that like 
Fish is the devil. You can't trust it. You have an 80% chance of getting food poisoning from it anytime you eat it. He is just like, you know, the anti-fish advocate. So um, I'm just bummed. I feel really guilty. I have not texted my brother yet because I feel like I'm responsible for this. I feel like he's never going to let us take him to dinner again. Here we are branching out, trying new things, different cultures, different restaurants, places that he hasn't been. And this happened. So, yeah, needless to say, the weekend was kind of a shit show. Then woke up, went to the mall, went and spent time with my friend Jen. And that was basically my weekend. It happened so fast. I now understand all these all this time that I wasn't working. I would see people be like, oh, the weekend's almost over. And I had lost touch with what that feels like. And I am very much in touch with that now that I am back at work. The weekends go by so fast. On Friday, I had had a really bad day at work and I went to my dad's afterwards and had two bottles of wine almost. And I was so fucked up. And Saturday all day, I was pretty much feeling like shit. And that I feel like my day was just wasted. And then I'm mad at myself. I'm like, this is why I don't drink wine like that anymore. I just feel like it wastes my time. And then I feel like shit anyways. And then poof, the weekend's gone and it's Monday. But then the weeks go by fast, too. I mean, hello, it's already Tuesday right now. That's freaking crazy. Um, Last week, Brett and I were making kind of random dinners. We we always buy a big bag of frozen chicken from Costco and then just kind of wing it, make chicken salads or like chicken fajita bowls or I don't know. But last week at the very beginning of the week, we didn't really have a game plan for dinner. So it was just random. But Brett is a pretty random eater as it is. Like he mixes things together that just do not go. But last Monday night, we sat down for dinner and Brett had Spanish rice on his face, on his plate, <laughs> on his face. He had Spanish rice. He made some tzatziki, some chicken, some coleslaw, and some hot sauce on top. And I was like, that is the most random thing. It's disgusting. He kept trying to get me to take a bite because I took a picture. And he was like, I know what you're doing. You're going to talk about this on your podcast. And I was like, yep, I sure am because it's gross. He was like, just have a bite. And I was like, no, I refuse. He was like, you don't know cooking. I'm like, no, but I know disgusting. And that, my friend, is it. You don't mix all those things. He's like, it's rice and tzatziki. It's like a Greek dish. I'm like, Brett, that is Mexican rice. It is Spanish rice. These are like five different flavor profiles that do not go together. I'm shocked there weren't any French fries in it. Wait till you see this picture. It's up at What the Chuck podcast. You know it is. He was like, oh, at least take it from a better angle. I'm like, it doesn't matter what angle it's from. Still gonna look disgusting. And he like he this goes back to the supervision thing. Like he's lucky that I'm paying attention all the time. You know, I've told him multiple times, Benny can't have grapes, Benny can't have onions, Benny can't have chocolate. So he makes us an omelet one night, and when he's done with his plate, he sets the plate down on the ground. But there's onion all over the plate from the inside of the omelet with like chicken, tomato, and I'm like, ah 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 ah, he can't have onion and Brett was like even from an omelet and I'm like what 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 period he can't have a period he can't have a period no onion at all it doesn't matter where it comes from he can't freaking have it oh god it's the craziest thing so I don't know if I talked about it last week because I think I discovered it after I recorded but 
We thought Benny had a foxtail in his ear and it was stressing me out and I opened his mouth and it turns out that his gums were just bleeding really bad. His teeth are coming through. I looked it up. That's why they shake their head. They're, you know, the nerves from their teeth are can connect to their ears. And so he was just having a rough week with his with his teeth. I've since gotten him some really good chewy treats that I didn't have before. I had Nyla bones and stuff, but I got him like some treats that are specifically made for his teeth, excuse me. Whew, let me get a sip of this rosé and take a breath. How's everyone doing? Most of you are probably listening to this in the morning. Mm. And I'm starting to slur my words. That must be an interesting thing, like to listen to someone kind of catching a buzz at 7 a.m. Hi, welcome to your Wednesday. Hmm. So I got him some bone things for his teeth or whatever, and he's been doing a lot better. Ice cubes. He loves to chew on ice cubes. I'm just so glad that a foxtail wasn't stuck in him. But every time we go for a walk, he manages to get these like little stickers in his fur. And I know that they hurt him because when I get him out, they hurt my skin. Like they irritate. They're itchy. I don't know what they are, but they are the goddamn devil. So, um, yeah, my first day of work on the phones was last week, like live on the phones, you know, and I had been stressing out about Benny all day and the day before. And so the next day it's time for me to get on the phones by myself. And then we went back to training this week, but I, we had two days or two days with a mentor, two days on the phones by ourselves and then back to training. So it's my first day by myself. So I say to Brett, I'm like, Benny can't be in the office with me. He's strictly got to be with you. I can't have any distractions in here because I don't know what I'm doing yet. And so I come into the office. I turn on my fan. I get my blue light blocker glasses on. I turn on my computer and I shut the door. And what do I hear? Ruff, 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 ruff. Benny and Brett barking at each other in the next room at 8 a.m. Benny and Brett barking at each other in the next room at 8 a.m. Yes, you heard it here first. This is what happens in the house now. I'm like, what? And he, Brett does it all the time. I'm like, don't get him all riled up like that. Brett has now barged into the office. What? You're going to mess up my flow. What's happening in here? Are we not taking him for a bath anymore? Um, a, bath, a bathroom in the clothes. That's not how it works. Did you hear that? I just said, are we still taking Benny for a bath after this? Because I gave him this chewing ring. And he puts it in between his paws to try to chew it, but it leaves gunk all over his fur and it's gross. And Brett just said, I bathed him in the pool. And now he's looking for the dry shampoo that I bought to make him smell good. I'm like, that's not how it works. <laughs> this is why we can't have nice things. Oh, God. Where what are you talking about? Benny and Brett barking at each other. I mean, it's unreal. I, it's, I, I don't even understand. How I've gotten here from this person that didn't even want a cat that used to lock Chuck out of his room to someone that like cradles Chuck to make sure that he's okay every night to someone who wants a puppy to someone who is, you know, cuddling it in the backyard on a on a sun lounger to someone who is having straight up bark conversations at 8 a.m., on a Wednesday morning. I mean, I don't know how we got here. I'm not complaining. I'm very happy about it. It's just so funny, the progression of Brett. And I'm sure his friends, because he's in that text group with his friends, and it's constantly going off. And I'm sure they're like, who are you? <laughs> Actually, backing up a few weeks, when we went to go to that comedy show with my old boss, and he finally met Brett, he's like, I got to tell you, when I saw that you guys got married, I was like, that's going to last three weeks. He was like, <laughs> I can't believe that you guys have been married all this time, because around that, it was our anniversary the day before that. And Brett was like, all my friends thought the same. I bet you 
Everyone thought that we were absolutely crazy when we got married. I bet you so many people put a timestamp on us, including Brett's friends. And now here they are watching that. Not only are we still together, but Brett has gone from like a, I don't want to say germaphobe, but just like a, and clean freak he still is, but just like a not animal loving, he's just changed. And I, I think it's for the better. He's just morphed into this person that he was always so against. Like, you know, I don't I don't know. I can't explain it, but I I love to see it. I, I'm definitely here for it. I wish you guys could just see him with Benny. I wish I could sneak more pictures, but he's always in his swim shorts and he's like, don't put that on Instagram. I'm like, oh, my God. Um, speaking of Abercrombie. Like I said, I recently did make some purchases off the app. And since I've been feeling large and in charge and just disgusting lately, I think I saw a picture of myself. And, you know, there's that meme that's like pictures I take of myself, tag pictures. Um, Someone took a picture of me and my knees looked like they were the size of Texas. And I just didn't like it. And I feel like ever since then, I've been feeling really like hard on myself. And I don't I'm just, you know, I'm also PMSing. I'm just I don't know. I'm having some moments, I guess. So. I got some jean shorts from Abercrombie and of course I'm like there's no way I'm the same size as last year so I sized up by three. I have I think I have a hint of body dysmorphia in there so I size up three sizes three okay so I get the shipment from Abercrombie. Mm. I order an extra large crop top that matches with this skirt and I get an extra large in the skirt and then I got the jeans. So I get this, the shirt and it fits and then I get the jeans and the skirt and the skirt is falling off me and the jeans I could fit in one pant hole of the je- of the jean shorts like it was ridiculous. I took a picture so you could see it's up at what the chug podcast. I started just hysterically laughing when I put them on because I was just like, OK, Megan, relax. It is n- it's not gotten that bad. You see yourself in a tag picture and you just automatically think and feel and it just puts you in your feelings, you know. So I returned the jeans and by this time, right when I got them, they had just gone on the site. And so now I'm returning them or doing an exchange and all the sizes are gone except for the original size that I swear I don't fit in anymore. So I do an exchange and I'm just like, fuck it. If I get them back and they don't fit, then I'll just take them into the store and return them and feel like shit about myself and, you know, whatever. So I get them and they fit. I mean, they're a little tight, but I think that if I do a few squats in them, I'll be good. And I tried them after I had my wine night at my parents. And after you have wine, man, the bloat that you feel as I'm, as I'm sitting here sipping on my wine, the bloat that you feel after like a a wine hangover is, it's real, you know? Another question I have for myself, why when I've been out in these streets shopping the past week, why haven't I tried to find a swimsuit? I'm so worried about clothes that I haven't been focusing on swimsuits. Brett was like yesterday, why don't you wear shorts anymore? You used to wear shorts all the time. I'm like, because I feel like my legs are so cellulite-y. And I know that that is, you know, girls just have cellulite and that's just tough and normalize it and whatever. But I'm so self-conscious about my legs lately. Anyways, these jean shorts are from Abercrombie. They are so cute. If you're looking for shorts this season, highly recommend. I also got a pair from... American Eagle. And they are also super cute. The paper bag shorts that are kind of like they button, but then they kind of have like a ruffle at the top. They're so flattering. I can wear a crop top again. I haven't worn a crop top since like 2015. It's wild. So I think that I'm just going to whip that out in Vegas and just be like, you know, cute, casual. But yeah, if you're looking for jeans, highly recommend the the Abercrombie jeans. But these, the first pair that I ordered, I mean, wait until you see this picture. When I opened them up, I mean, I knew right away. I was like, okay, I went, I went too big. 
I went a little bit too big. But they were still, I'm like, man, if I put a belt on these, could I make them cute? Because it's rare that I put on a pair of jeans or a pair of jean shorts and I feel like I'm swimming in them. <laughs> it's a very rare occurrence. Hmm. There's this new TikTok trend. I haven't been on TikTok very much, but I got on recently and I saw all these people doing this like, hmm, hmm. Let me play the sound and I'm going to see if you know what it is just from listening to the sound alone. It's probably the most ridiculous TikTok trend that I have ever seen in my life, but I'm going to see if just by playing the sound, if you know what it is. Okay, so in this particular video, which I will post at What the Chuck podcast, it says day seven, week one completed, starting rate, starting weight, excuse me, I'm having the wine hiccups, starting weight 260, uh oh, current rate, uh oh, where'd it go? Current rate, current weight 252, total weight loss eight pounds in one week. So, the original video, I, I kept seeing these and I didn't understand what it was. And then eventually I scrolled past the original video. And it's these people doing this like huh, this pelvic thrust, but like really using their ab muscles and they swear it's a way to lose weight. And then all these people are posting it saying that they're down, you know, inches or whatever. But the people that are posting it are, um, I would say that probably not very active people to begin with just from creeping on their Insta or on their TikToks, you know, just seeing like what their normal content is. So this is causing them to get up and dance and move. And it probably has shifted some weight for them, but it has nothing to do with this pelvic thrust. It just has something to do with like getting up and doing some sort of activity every single day. So all these TikTok people are out here thinking that if they do this, they're going to fucking lose weight. And it's a bunch of bullshit, but I'll be damned if I don't try it this week. Burr, 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 catch me out on these streets. Burr, 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 burr. I'm doing it right now. I mean, it's worth a shot, right? No, I'm just kidding. It's fucking ridiculous. I can't even believe that TikTok can like create these trends that stick and have people delusional. The girl that makes the bell pepper sandwiches. I really do wish that I liked bell pepper because some of it does look good, but oh, that grosses me out so bad. That's the other TikTok thing. How to lose weight on keto, low carb, and you just make, I make my, it's my husband, bell pepper sandwiches, and it's stuffed with cream cheese and has meat and like everything but the bagel seasoning. That makes me want to vom. Does anyone else? I like a bell pepper like cooked and minimal, but I could never eat a bell pepper sandwich. My stomach would be fucked up. Am I the only one? Speaking of like food and plant-based and eating healthy or whatever, um, I read, <laughs> I read in the news this week that Drake um, invested in a plant-based company. They make plant-based chicken, or I don't know how you would word that sentence to be, like, correct. You know, they make fake chicken. Okay, they make faux. Okay, ooh, so excited. I have a platform right now to ask you guys this. F-A-U-X is not fox, right? It's faux, like faux leather, faux chicken. Right. And what about B-E-A-U? That's bow, right? Or bu? What is it? Please, someone tell me. So Drake invested in this plant-based chicken company. And because he made this huge investment, they're going to be in places like Costco and Sprouts and stuff. 
Anyways, I read this article and I was like, good for him. Because, you know, he said that he's a vegan in the past couple years. And then I came up with the most genius tweet. And I was like, this is fuck. This is it. All right, everyone. Nice knowing you. Nice knowing you. Before I blew up on Twitter and became a viral sensation and gave Drake his new Instagram handle. Like in my delusional mind, I actually thought that I was going to tweet this. And Drake was going to see it. I didn't even tag him. I just thought it was going to do that well that I didn't even even fucking need to tag him on Twitter. He was going to see it just because it was going to blow the fuck up, right? I was like, Drake's going to see this and he's going to change his his Instagram handle. He's going to change his name. It's going to be on the new album. Like, he's going to reference this. Mark my words, right? So let me just read you the tweet. I think personally it could have been worded better. Maybe that's why I didn't blow. I think personally I could have worded it maybe just like a tad better. Oh, I did. I did tag him. Maybe I could have worded it a little bit better. I don't know. Open to suggestions. Maybe I'll take it down and repost it. It has zero likes, zero comments, zero retweets. Here it is. Ready? Read today that Drake invests. Oh, fuck. Okay, let me start over. Read today that Drake invests. I'm seeing double. (laughs) Seeing double, making triple, whatever the fuck Drake lyrics it is. Okay. Oh my God. Embarrassing. Reel it in. Read today that Drake invested in in company. You guys, I didn't put an A. No wonder I'm reading it fucked up. I typed it. There's no A. It just says read today that Drake invested in company. (laughs) I'm seeing a lot of flaws. Okay. Let me read it. How it was meant to be. How it was meant to be. Okay, read today that Drake invested in a company that specializes in plant-based chicken. Are you ready for the joke that I've now built up so much that it's probably not going to be funny? Okay, please tell me someone's made a plant-based poppy joke. (laughs) Plant-based, plant-based poppy, my eyes are watering. Come on, that's good, right? <laughs> Plant-based poppy. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I thought for sure he was going to pick that up and run with it, but I haven't heard anything from his people, probably because I was forgetting the A. You know what? I'm going to redo it. I'm going to put it up how it was meant to be, and I'm going to redo it because I think that it was my grammatical error that really fucked it up for me. I was going to quit my job. I mean, he would have to pay me for that, right? Oh, man. Plant-based poppy. It was almost funnier. Oh, man. It was almost. Oh, shit. It was almost funnier today than it was when I originally tweeted it. So I don't understand. I mean, oh, my God. Oh, man. Okay. (laughs) I want to talk about something that's new on Instagram. And I discovered it because... I logged on last week and I got this random follower and he liked a ton of my pictures and it's like, you know, a good looking guy. Um, I could tell from his little picture square and then I go to his page because I'm like, okay, what's up? And not like, not like, not what's up like that. Just like, okay, you like telling my pictures, very suspect. Why are you following me? You clearly see that I'm a married woman. And of course I go to his page and he has three followers. You know, it's a, it's a fake page. So I went to block him because I block people that are spam pages legit all the time. Like, I don't fucking have time for it. You're gone. So I blocked him and I got this message when I blocked him that was 
fucking awesome. It said block James underscore S nine two six two. It says they won't be able to message you or find your profile posts or your Instagram stories. They won't be notified that you block them. So you have two options. I can either block. It says my okay option number one. What's behind door number one? Block James, whatever, whatever, and and new accounts that they may create or just block him. And I read about this feature. So Instagram's really trying to create a safe space in an environment where we aren't getting spammed or stalked by our exes exes. And so now when you block people, you have the option to block any future profiles that they may make. Now, how are they tracing that? Could it be by the email account when you sign up? Possibly. There's a good chance. I don't know, but I definitely checked that box. I mean, who wouldn't? I think it's such. I keep looking behind me. Sometimes feel like the money walking me. How many times have I sang this episode? I have no privacy. A lot. It's embarrassing. Good thing I'm not going to listen to this back. I'm just going to post it. I'm just going to fucking post it. So, yeah, really great feature. I wonder if that's what the girl who recently blocked me did because I recently got blocked by someone that was my friend. Isn't that crazy? I realized I hadn't seen her posts in a while. And so I um, did a little investigating and yeah, I've been blocked. Deleted. And I'm pretty sure it's because I got Benny. Some people are really offended by the fact that I bought a dog. I get it. I get it. I probably would have judged me too. (laughs) But here we are. Benny's great. He's now part of our family. And I go to sleep very well every night. I sleep sound and easy. So I don't understand why people are that invested in me and what I do in my personal time. But it's been a journey figuring out that I was blocked by this person um, who was my friend. (laughs) They won't be listening to my anniversary episode. They were here for the beginning. It's just so weird. It's just so weird how people, like I said, just get can get that invested in your life. I'm not really going to get that much into it, but I wonder if she's blocked me in any other accounts that I could make in the future. No, but really, I wonder how it does work when you're blocked. Oh, I'm sure. I'm Actually, no, I'm, I was going to say when you block a friend, but what, it would give the same message because it's not like Instagram knows that guy wasn't my friend. Very interesting. Try it out. Block someone, not a friend, but block a random person. Test it out. Take it on a test drive. Uh, can I just say again really quick before we move on? I, I Let me see. Am I almost done? Nah, I have like six more bullet points. Some things were things that I was like maybe going to touch on, but I mean, fuck it. Why not? Can we just say, can I just say one more time that Tristan Thompson is the biggest dope in life? I was watching the most recent episode. He is so stupid. I don't even think he has the mental capacity to cheat on Chloe. So I don't know why we still think that he's a cheater. I think that he's too dumb to cheat. Honestly, he's dead behind the eyes. Do you guys watch it? If you don't, watch the most recent episode just to see Tristan and how stupid he is. I don't know what Chloe sees in him. Like, there's there can be no banter there. I just don't get it. It's because he's tall and he's, like, good looking until he opens his mouth. Did you guys see the picture that I posted on my regular Instagram page today? Um, It was pretty split on if you knew who it was or not. I'm going to post the picture on What the Chuck podcast, and I'm going to tell you right now who it is. It is Kelly Osbourne. Kelly Osbourne, I didn't realize that she lost a ton of weight. I didn't know that she was bigger to begin with because I don't follow her and I don't keep track with her, track of her. But I guess she recently lost a ton of weight. And so she posted this picture and people are saying that it's because of weight loss. But 
No. Something was done to her face, and she said that she hasn't gotten any plastic surgery done, but that she does have fillers in her lips, cheeks, and forehead. Um, okay, that's basically the same as plastic surgery. Like, you have that much filler in your face, it's making you look like a different person. You are a different person. When you see this picture at What the Chuck podcast, you are literally not going to believe that it's her because it does not look like her. And look, I'm not out here knocking people that want to do that shit. Do it. I'm not, you know, I don't, I don't really fucking care if you do it or not. And she looks great. She looks beautiful, like gorgeous. But the thing is, that's not her face. That's not my face. That's not my face. You call me Kelly. That's not my face. You know, it's just not her face. So that's the problem that I have is like you're out here saying I didn't get plastic surgery. And there's little girls that probably look up to her that are thinking like, you know, I I don't know. I just feel like this is the reason that I think I'm fat. (laughs) It's because of fucking Kelly Clarkson, all that filler in her face. She does look really good, though. Wait till you see the picture. You're literally not even going to believe it. Um, Did you guys hear about the story as well? This high school in Florida, I want to say, although it would be weird if this was in Florida, but I'm almost 99% sure it was in Florida. The yearbook came out and all these girls were realizing that their pictures were photoshopped. The yearbook director or whoever's in charge of printing the yearbook thought that these girls were showing cleavage. And so they photoshopped very poorly um, and made the pictures so that there's like extra cloth over the minimal cleavage that was there. Like there wasn't I wouldn't look at that and be like, geez, put them away. No, not at all. It was very minimal. I'm talking Old Navy style scoop neck shirts. Like how much is really Old Navy really going to let you show? You know what I mean? Um, You can see the pictures of What the Chuck podcast. So. The yearbook comes out. All these girls, it was only done to girls, by the way. All these girls see their edited pictures. The parents are pissed. The students are pissed. And the yearbook department and the school stand by it. And they say, well, if you want to give the yearbook back for a full refund, then we'll take it. But they had to actually give the yearbook back. Like, they're not just going to give them a refund and they get to keep the yearbook. No, they had to give it back, quote, fully intact. Why are we sexualizing teenage girls? They they just sat down for a yearbook picture for the yearbook. In their fucking old Navy T-shirts. One girl was wearing a plaid shirt. There was no cleavage at all. And they cropped like all this extra material on her. I don't get it. It's so mind-blowing. Um, I, I do have one Peloton status for you. Look alive. I don't get on Facebook that much anymore. Is Facebook dying, do you guys think? I think that it probably is, which kind of makes me sad. But... Okay, so I did get on Facebook last night and I saw the status in the Peloton group and it says, when is Robin going to start teaching cycling again? Miss her. So Robin was one of the Peloton instructors. She had a baby. She was teaching up until like she gave birth. It was wild. Like she's a badass bitch. So someone commented on the post and said, good Lord, she just had a baby and is taking time to bond with her child and adjust to life as a new mother. Coaching comes second best. She's prioritizing her family. I wish people would stop pushing her to come back and just allow her to breathe and enjoy her family. Holy Karen. Someone commented and said, who's pushing her? was simply a question asking if anyone knew when she was returning and stating that she misses her. There is zero wrong with that, nor is anyone pushing anyone to do anything. This is getting insane. I agree. Like, you're not even allowed to ask where people are anymore. What the fuck is the deal? No one's like, huh, hasn't she had enough time with her newborn baby? Get off the tit and give it formula. Like, no one said that. Someone said, I miss her. When is she coming back? People are wild and take things way too seriously, which is another reason I don't get on Facebook. (laughs) 
Um, I told you that I'm just like a part of tons of groups now on Facebook. I'm a part of the Black Cat group. I'm pretty sure I've mentioned a few times. No big deal. And I logged on, I think today or yesterday, whenever I saw that Peloton status and someone posted a close up picture of their cat's vomit on the page to see if anyone had any suggestions to what it might be. Uh, yeah, Susan, it looks like your cat ate a string. So let's not post pictures of vomit on Facebook. Okay, thanks. Um... I'm just going to leave you with a little work update. I made a friend. I failed. I made a friend. So something happened last week and I can't really get into it just in case someone does ever find this podcast. I'm just not going to go there. But something happened and I messaged this girl outside of our group chat of our classroom and I was like, yes, speak your mind. (laughs) Really could have warmed him up before that. That was in vogue if you didn't pick up on that. Um. Free your mind. You like to hit? Hit go. So, oh my God, there's so many references that I'm throwing at you right now. And I don't know if everyone's going to be able to catch them. They're coming at you so fast. Um, I know my friend Bree probably doesn't listen to every episode, but I cannot wait to send her this one and urge her to listen. Because when I worked at 102, one of the things was I would always go through the, I like this singing thing. I know that some of you might think it's embarrassing. Brett included. He's probably already turned this episode off by now. But when I worked at 102, it was my thing. Like, we would be in, like, conversation in the hallways, and someone would say something, and it would remind me of a song, and I would just break out in a song. So some of my friends, like, that I worked with at the radio station, like, know me for doing this. Like, this is part of my personality. It's my quirk, you know? Like, this is not just for the podcast. This was a pre-existing condition that I had. So um, I messaged this girl and I was like, yes, girl, good for you for speaking up. I applaud you. You are amazing. And we started talking back and forth. But I was like, hey, they record our screens. Like maybe we should exchange phone numbers. Actually, she I said something about being paranoid about them recording our screens. And she gave me her phone number and we deleted our thread and we started texting. And now we've been texting every day, just like talking shit about people in the class, which, yes. I love it so much, but I, I mean, I mean, I'm also keeping her at an arm's length. Like we are, she's not my friend on Instagram. We are not crossing the boundaries. We are not crossing the line there. I'm going to keep it strictly work friend. You know, I'm drawing a line in the sand and this is what it is. We'll see how that goes. But I just wanted to update you that I do have a friend. And then today I got a message from another girl, a separate message, and it popped up and I could tell that it was just to me and it wasn't in the training. And she was like, I just have to say that I watch your facial expressions all day long and you fucking crack me up. She didn't say fucking. She's like, you crack me up. I can just tell when you're over it. She was like, it's so cute. And I was like, yeah, I was like, I have a really hard time hiding my facial expression. She was like, I can tell exactly what you're thinking just by watching your face. And she's like, and I don't even know you. So I really got to try to control that because that's going to be a problem. I know that I roll my eyes. I forget sometimes like if the teacher is sharing a screen, I'm not looking at everyone. So I forget that they could, that they might be looking at me and I definitely make faces. So need to be aware of that going forward. Need to write, write it in my notes. See, I made a friend, potentially maybe two friends. Haven't decided if I'm going to extend my, you know, outside friendship to this other girl yet. I don't know if she can be trusted. She's still in the vetting stages. Okay, guys, I have to pee and my wine's empty and it's an hour and six minutes at this point and I'm not going to edit. So it really is going to be over an hour and six minutes.
I'm scared to death of this episode, but I really hope that you guys enjoy it because I feel in my bones like it's a, I mean, it's a good one. And it's episode, it's the one year anniversary. Do you know what today is? It's our anniversary. Oh man, I'll never forget hearing them play that at the state fair. When is the state fair coming back? I know it's not coming this year. They didn't have enough time to plan, but there's one thing that I miss from quarantine. It's the state fair and Tony, Tony, Tony. Well, I don't miss them from quarantine, but last time I went to the state fair, I'm pretty sure I saw them. I just can't believe that it's been a year. Thank you guys for the support and listening to me sing on this podcast and listening to me rant through my good days and my bad days and letting me get drunk with you, even though it's probably like really early in the morning when you're listening to this, you guys. It's been a journey. I can't wait to do it for another year. I can't wait to do it for 10 more years. I mean, I just can't wait. I love you guys for listening. I know I say that a lot, but I really do mean it because I... I mean, I don't like micromanage who listens, but I definitely look at my numbers and every week it just amazes me that you guys keep coming back for more. Must be doing something right. Okay, I'm so excited for Brie to listen to this episode because I really try to reel it in each week, but I just let my freak flag frat, flick, fuck. I let my freak flag fly this week. Woo! I got it on the second try because it's episode 52, one year anniversary. Oh my gosh, if this does if this episode doesn't make you want to tell a friend to listen, I mean, I don't really know what else I can do for you because I pulled out all the stops. Follow me on Instagram at what the chuck podcast. The bitch from fucking T public public my merch shop messages me once a week trying to get me to push my store. So Claudia or Paula or whatever your name is, if you're listening, please swipe up to shop. Tap the link in my bio to shop my merch store. Are you happy? There might be a sale. God knows. She emails me all the second as alt all the, all the second, all the time, as if managing my merch, my merch store is a full-time job. Newsflash, it ain't. So if you're interested in buying merch and supporting me, carrying a tote around, maybe buying a t-shirt, there is a link in my bio at What the Chug Podcast. Click on the T Public link from there and you'll be able to shop my merch store. Thank you guys for being here. It's been a year. It's been great. It's been fun. It's been real. Catch you next week. Don't forget to rate, review, and follow us on Instagram at What the Chuck Podcast.